This is the Smarts and Stripes Podcast. We cover every bump, every spot, and chat with all the talent around the world of wrestling. Here's your host, Bill Matz, former WWE referee Kevin Keenan, and Eric Golden. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another Smarts and Stripes Raw review. My name is Bill Matz. I am joined by Eric the Turtel Golden. That's how I always want to say it because that's how I hear it in my head. That's how Barkan yeah, started that whole, all, that whole all way the way me. all the way back whenever when Barkan started saying it like that. That's what I always want to call you. Even when I <laughs> chat with people from here or even a few employees that no longer are here just to catch up and congratulate them on things. That's exactly how they reference me. T U R dash T E L L. Yeah, that's how I hear it. That's how I always want to say it. I'm glad I finally well, got it. Well, it's fine with me. I'm always yeah, in for uh, that. So we last night's raw was uh, I don't know. It was kind of up and down. It started out weird. And by the end of the three hours, I was like, oh, all right. That was raw. It was. It I, was didn't, I didn't hate it. I so thought it was it, fine. We started out a couple of these when eh, it's a show. It, it was yeah. on. It was on TV. Yeah. It was quite confusing for a lot of the events that went down. It was entertaining. Like I, I mostly will get to it, but I enjoyed the the champ champ Becky Two Belts contract <laughs> signing. Yeah, it was a good contract signing. Michael there- Cole's a weird. He's a very good play by play guy. He's a weird like in ring announcer guy. But we'll get to that in a minute. But it, it was a, an above-average Raw show. Yeah, especially which, for a go-home show, which is usually a complete waste of time. Correct. Uh, they threw in some things, changed up the show, changed up the pay-per-view a little. But let's start out with the opening segment. Miz TV with Roman Reigns. And, of course, you know, Shane comes out. It basically just turns into Miz and Roman uh, versus Elias and Lashley. I'm still, like... They started to go with a little bit of heel uh, Miz and then, you know, flipped it back to the Miz we've been getting used to. I'm still struggling with babyface Miz, but he's good no matter what. Like, he and, always and delivers. He always delivers. He's amazing on the mic. And he's a really above average performer. At first, I didn't like his body of work. It was very just generic moves, but when he started stealing Daniel Bryan stuff, I yeah. guess a few years ago now, and being a little more risky, like some of the top rope stuff we talked about, it, it, it's become fun, and he's, like I said, above average on the mic, and, and becoming above average on the ring, I, I'm a fan of his. But oh, I uh, The Miz has been, for, uh, for a long time now, one of my favorite guys on the roster. Um, but it's more Roman Reigns. And listen, I, I, I keep saying this because I don't want to sound like a jerk. I unbelievably have the utmost respect for Roman Reigns as a human being. I'm proud and happy that he won his fight. But I'm tired of him just being randomly put into matches <laughs> that don't make any sense. And that's Give the guy a good storyline, please. And that's like we talk about, and we'll get into some things uh, later, how I like predictability not always bad. But when you talk about some of the things he's put into, is there any question in your mind that the match with Elias on Sunday is going to end with a Superman punch, spear, one, two, three? Absolutely is going to end like that's that. how it's going to end. He, and so what's the like? And you see, here's the thing: you see that he has more talent than he lets on when he did that top rope jump dive thing. He's got one of my favorite dives in the business. Yes. Everybody has a dive now. Like it's not like, oh my god, did Bret Hart just do a suicide dive? Like it's every single guy has a dive now. But his is absolutely one of the best. He's a it's huge. Dude. It's like when Taker started doing his. Exactly. He's got his tongue hanging out there. It's a great shot. It's awesome for the camera. Like all these guys, and you see it a bit with with Lashley when he was in TNA. 
all these guys have so much more athleticism than they're allowed to use in these matches. I, you're right. Superman punch, spear, end of story. That's he does what the, the Elias... The hula thing. Yeah. And, and it's the end of the match. Like, Give him more range. If, he has it. At this point now, with Elias, with Lashley, with Corbin, with McIntyre... Can't we just put these guys in a stable and call it something? Clearly, they're just heels we put together for whatever reason. Exactly. Why not just put them... I'm watching... Uh, I, Kevin hates this, but since he's not here, uh, I'm, I'm listening to the Pritchard podcast uh, this week, and they cover the highest rated Raw ever, which was literally just a random show, uh, May 10th, 99, and I'm watching it, and there's all these stables. And yeah, like some of them, like they had the union out there, and yeah, that was a dumb... That was a the, like a dumb stable, but at least they had a reason for being, mm-hmm. and they put them together and they called it something so you could tell a story with the group and it elevates everybody. Does anyone care about Test? No. But when he's out there with Mick Foley and the Big Show and Vince McMahon, it's like, okay, well, this match means something. Why not just put them in a group and call it something? And here's the thing. You're wearing an Undisputed Era shirt right now, and no disrespect to any one of those guys in that Faction None in of that them stable. will be stars in a st- in a faction. They will all matter. Exactly. Nobody that weighs the same as Ricochet. He will never be a an elite level star. Anybody that's uh, we say that, but two, Kofi's you never know. the WWE champ. Six two, six three, one hundred ninety pounds soaking wet. Typically won't be a superstar in the WWE, but that if you're faction, giving Adam Cole six two six three, maybe that dude's all right, maybe maybe. But I'm being generous. <laughs> yeah, here, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they all matter. They're, yeah. they're the undisputed era. They shocked the system. People know. People love them for that. You're right. Put them in a. We're the we're the mean guys. Yeah, like, just whatever. Call it. So, have a reason for them being together other than Shane gathered up the first two heels he saw, which are the only two heels they really ever. Yeah. He was on the show. I couldn't believe it wasn't Corbin. Of course, we get to that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Rollins and Styles... I'm just going to go in order here. That's fine. Uh, the Rollins and Styles video package. I will say, as like I'm very much looking forward to this match, but I just wanted it to be something they, they built to more. I'll tell you, this is one of the times... I'm actually kind of happy with how they've built this rivalry. It's gotten more every week. This video package I thought was a good, all right, this is our go-home package. It told both of their stories. Actually showed highlights from their 06, I think it was like a NWA wild side match, like mm-hmm. just some bingo hall random match. Um, I thought I always love when they go with the archival footage, especially non-WWE well, stuff. It leads up to who they are. For the average fan, they typically don't know the story of AJ Styles. They typically don't know the story of Seth Rollins other than the Shield or the TNA guy that came over. These things tell you their history and I love it. You're right. It's a rivalry the building from nothing essentially. I hope I, I hope my, I agree with you. I hope it goes for a while. My hope is that even if it's not three pay-per-views in a row, like Money in the Bank as it's not one of the original four, but it has at this point yeah, five like, or six at least. It's it's one of the big five. Like it is absolutely taking the King of the Ring spot and it's something that they tell a story from for a while. Like it's like the Royal Rumble. Okay, we have the winner. We can go with whatever for and it's not just, okay, he gets a shot at Mania and then that ends. Like it's something you can build for Correct. However long you want to build it, that archive is there. Any like I don't know what it is. Seth in the short tights makes me uncomfortable. It, it's just <laughs> I guess it, it, it's just weird to it's see just, the guys never, that aren't yeah. 
like somebody posted on Twitter is like, oh, that was such a great thing. It might have even been you. I don't remember. To be quite honest, but somebody posted on Twitter a couple of highlights from AJ in the Impact TNA arena. Like, oh, I wish they would have bought that library library to put that stuff in soon enough. Like that, but it was AJ with the short hair and the yeah, like the the tidy whitey boxer type things he's got going on. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm not used to seeing him like this. Like, no, it's it's like when you see CM Punk in the uh, the long shorts. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, they would never put that look on WWE TV. Exactly. It's just hilarious. But yeah, I'm hoping that this rivalry. Like, they build it, like, I hope this becomes WWE's Omega Okada. Like, we're going to go to it, we're going to build it, they're going to have one match, and not a doubt in my mind that uh, that Seth's going to retain here, but I hope they keep building this thing to but it move, could be to move a along. Seth a year low long. blow type yeah. of thing. It could be an AJ actually knocks out the ref type thing. Like, have a great match, give me, obviously, Seth retaining, because that's what they're going to do, duh. But give me a reason to want to see it again and again, because these are two of probably the five top guys you have. Whether you want to admit it or not, Baron Corbin's not in that list. So putting anybody else, who, like who's next for Seth if, if they don't? Yeah, that's Baron Corbin, whoever Bobby has money in the bank. You know, we're, we know they're building McIntyre, but it seems like they've pulled back on that a little over the last couple weeks. Uh, so I just hope that this thing goes for a while and they really build it to a point where Fully it agree. could main event, main event a Royal Rumble. <laughs> Absolutely. Or like one of the main. Like, I could see this match at WrestleMania. Oh, I, if it goes, like if they have three over the next nine months and build to that, like I think it would be absolutely freaking awesome. Uh, and I think they've done a pretty good job considering it is a one month build, I think they've done a pretty good job. For a change, they've done a great job telling the story. Braun and Sammy, we start with the backstage segment uh, with Shane McMahon basically putting Sammy Zayn into the Falls Camp Anywhere match. Winner gets to go to Money in the Bank. Uh... It starts with the Charlie Caruso, who I would, my God, I'd punch my mother for five minutes with, (laughs) my God, Charlie Caruso. But we get there, uh, Braun goes into the office area with with Shane McMahon, has the funny, this is why I got called into the principal's office line. But in the interview, he actually, like, he straight up could have murdered Sami Zayn last week again, putting him in that dumpster. And I love that they actually mentioned and the pickup time for the trash uh, was very convenient for, for Braun Strowman. And he says, I wish it had turned him into a cube. I'm like, so you wish he was murdered. That's what we're going with here. And, but it's Braun. He, he kills people all the time, turns over tractor trailers and does God knows what else to people, pulls down the set with a grappling hook, all sorts of stuff. So that's just Braun. But we have another instance of a McMahon taking away an opportunity from Braun Strowman. Of course, Strowman at Royal Rumble was supposed to have the title match with Brock. Mm -hmm. And it just gets taken away and it's given to Finn Balor and nothing ever becomes of it. I always said, like, imagine if that happened to Stone Cold. What would happen? Because he just straight up neutered, like, Vince McMahon straight up neutered uh, Braun Strowman before the Royal Rumble, and nothing ever became of it. And now we have yet another opportunity for Braun taken away from him, and we'll get into that uh, Falls Count Anywhere match now. This is where (laughs) predictability is good. When it's those two, and it's, well, it's going to be Falls Count Anywhere, obviously, like we talked about, where the hell are they going to go with Sami Zayn here? Because they're not going to book him to beat Braun Strowman. Correct. Well, Falls Count Anywhere, we get the interference from uh, from Baron, we get the interference from McIntyre, 
and it all works out for Sammy. He's now in the Money in the Bank match. What happens to Braun now? <laughs> They've done this so many times to Braun, I, I can't even count. And the only thing I could think of is the one when the last time Corbin, Lashley, and McIntyre took him out, he actually had to have surgery. Yeah. So maybe he has to have He's some sort again. of follow-up surgery. He's hurt again. And maybe that's the reason for all of this. Maybe he really is just... Not healthy. Maybe he's the Joel Embiid of WWE. That could be. I mean, the dude is... He's a big dude. He's a freaking monster. Uh, like, they But what <laughs> sways me against it, and maybe this is me being silly, is I, I follow all these guys on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, and Braun's always posting and posting and posting. He's not like... He's like in the gym, in the gym. Like, I, I don't know that he's not healthy, and maybe that's just me being dumb and me being a little yeah. fanboy again, but I, I don't get where they go with him. I understand the payoff to the Sami Zayn thing, and maybe the payoff to this is just Braun comes down and costs Sami the the chance. Maybe he's climbing the ladder and Braun pops out from under the ring or whatever. It's I'm looking to either something like that or Sami Zayn wins, and every time he tries to cash in, Braun Strowman is there to stop him. Like stuff like something like that, where you keep building this thing. Move if there's, it, move if it. there's a reason behind this, I'm all for and it. And it gets to like a Hell in a Cell match, maybe in September, where the Money in the Bank the thing on is the on line. the line. Sure. Something like that. Because they're telling a good story with Strowman in the match. Sure. Strowman's the favorite. He won last year, and other than things like interference, we haven't really seen him lose uh, unless titles are or unless opportunities are just taken away from him. Because there's I just interference. Feel like I do like uh, just a little thing again. I like that they're doing like falls count anywhere matches and taking the time to not make every match look exactly the same. We're in the concourse. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish they'd done more. Like, they, they mentioned twice during the show, hey, this arena's attached to a mall. I was hoping we were going to get, like, 24-7 hardcore title. We're all over the place. We're right. in a freaking men's warehouse. Or, like, I wish we had seen a little bit more of that, but I'm happy with going and just not just going to the backstage area, like, actually going out to the concourse, stuff like well, you that. You saw it a bit Using with the merch Chase. Shane out of yeah. the arena the other night. They're getting a bit edgier. They're taking a little less PG, maybe a little more WWF style than WWE Like, style. we have so many established areas. We have the parking lot. We have, you know, the management's office. We have the backstage where interviews take place, and we have the ring, and that's it. Those are the only areas we ever see. So just showing the concourse, different stuff, makes the show look a little different. Like, why go on the road and be in different areas all the time if, you're not going if the to set the is going to be exactly the freaking same? Do it at a soundstage. Save yourself the money. Like, I, I, I don't <laughs> Disagree but at you. least, and to be honest, it's one of the reasons why I enjoy playing the WWE game because oh. I, I do those type of matches. I do go the, the brand new one. Literally, you could walk the circle the entire arena essentially to do fun and I more think entertaining. It was, I think it was here comes the pain when you had so many backstage areas, including like WWF New York, and like you could. I mean, in the, in that game, I'm pretty sure it was here comes the pain. You could climb up into a helicopter and jump out and you could get hit by a car WWF New York and yeah. stuff top of top of a semi truck okay. and throw the guy off that's awesome okay so i haven't played i haven't played one of the games in forever but i here comes the pain to me will always be the best um but yeah, it's the reason why i like it i agree with you it's very 
enjoyable to see yeah. them use their surroundings a bit because every fight's just not a let's get into the squared circle and duke it out in our underwear. Yeah, and then every big spot turns out to be like how many how many Roman Reigns spears through the uh, barricade can like when all your matches are the same you're limiting the creativity and yeah save it for big spots but last night was a big spot you took away Absolutely. you took away the money in the bank opportunity from Braun so I'm hoping it goes there I will say I thought there was a chance for one more inter- I kind of thought there was a chance Undisputed Era was going to debut, <laughs> and that was going to be the final blow for like Sami Zayn with this group of guys. I thought something like that could happen, but I fantasy book in my head, and when oh, we it, all do, yeah, when it doesn't work out that way, I'm like, well, god damn it! You know how but, many times I have had Velveteen Dream yeah. running in? Oh my in god, and- yeah. But it was. I thought it was a good, a uh, good way to get Zayn into the match. And you look at the card now, man. This is going to be one hell of a ladder it, it match. It will absolutely be an interesting Sunday night for sure. So we have Alexa without her gear again. She's Ugh. on the phone, and I, I thought this was good heel stuff, on the phone complaining about, uh, you know, they lost her bag and uh, talking about, you know, England, and I guess there was a royal baby born recently, and so... Yeah, you didn't even hear Prince Harry and I have somebody and somebody had a baby. I have literally every imaginable reference to the royal family muted on... On Twitter, so <laughs> I never hear about it. I avoid it smart. at all costs. I Absolutely don't care. Smart. It's the worst thing in the world. I'm American. I reject royalty. It's not a thing to me. We rebelled against them. This is a different show. Uh, so Alexa, they lost her bag. She has no. Uh, she has no gear. Enter Nikki Cross. Randomly, but hey. Is Nikki... I, I didn't even know she was English, because I've only ever heard, he, I heard she's her... she's Scottish. Something. I... I've only ever heard her like scream. I've never heard her cut a promo like that. So I was really taken aback, but her hair wasn't a mess. She was just kind of looking like a normal person. It really threw you texted me and was like, this is making me uncomfortable. So I was actually a big fan of Nikki Cross's in NXT. Oh, I, lo- I-, I love her, her with stuff with Sanity was <clears throat> awesome. And I like the dark, demented type characters because it shows. Whoever's doing it, Undertaker being the the legend of doing so, it shows their range as an actor and as a performer. But then she does the thing on the internet prior to this of how she's stepping into the light. She does like she's talking to the lights, which you see right behind you, and goes, "I'm always in the dark," and and da 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 da. And I'm I'm watching. I'm like, okay. And she flips it on, and all of a sudden her hair is all combed, and she's. Well, I'm now in the light. And she comes out and does your the thing with Alexa you're talking about. Well, I'll talk to them, Alexa. We could be best friends. That's looking for a friend. I love it because Alexa has, she's in this, like, Kevin Owens realm of finding a new BFF to push forward her own agenda. Correct. Like, gets her to step into this match. And then at the end of the match, which Nikki wins, and I think that's big because Nikki Cross is a great performer. Yes. She's really good and, again, brings another element. And outside of the four horsewomen and Alexa, there's not really anyone... Like on that level, uh, Lacey Evans, they're building up to that level. I- I'm happy that Nikki Cross is stepping up, but I love the let's put the ladder in the ring, and then Nikki goes to climb it, and Alexa's like, I got it from here, and Nikki's all about it. She's like, Oh, I have a new best friend, so it's fine. No one was talking to me for four weeks. This is totally cool. I love the manipulative, uh, just heel. Like, you know, Again, she's going to turn on coming, Nikki, and maybe she brings Nikki out. Yeah. At, oh, at Nikki's absolutely going to interfere in this thing. I very much believe I, Alexa's going to win hope now. I so. Yeah. And, but then it also, just to step back again on it, 
she comes out again with Sanity's theme and the wild and does her wild crazy. entrance. So I'm like, well, what's the point of her yeah. being unless she's like a two face multiple personality thing? And we'll get to something like that soon. I mean, well, yeah. but <laughs> I, maybe that's what's happening here. It just confused me. But again, she's super talented. Yeah, she's got a great character. If they let her continue with this maniacal, weird, crazy girl thing. I don't know where it's going, but I, I agree with you. That was my first thought. How? Alexa's winning, and she's going to have Nikki help her out now. When I hear there's going to be a women's fatal four-way, I'm just like, ugh. All fatal four-way matches typically bad. Yes. And when it's the women that they haven't really built up at all outside of Alexa, who is not performing in it, it's like, Which also right. scares me, by the way. Is she hurt again? I just think this is her thing. I think she just kind of gets out of it and is still in big matches and people will hate her for it. That's I mean, how I think it's I'm been. fine with her because I love yeah. her as a character. I love her as a performer. I, hope that's, I also just hope she's not hurt again because, again, outside of the four horsewomen, she's it. Yeah, that she's the star, but um, she's still in the matches up now. So that fatal four way was really good. Yeah, and Dana Brooke, we've talked a, a couple of times about how we think there's a possibility because this is her chance. She's talked about not having many opportunities, and she's more than we think she is. She does that dive off the ladder. That was awesome. I think she has a. I think she gave us a little preview of how she's going to go all out to try to steal this show. It made me think back to the Zack Ryder WrestleMania moment. Yeah, like she. Zack Ryder had a great match that night. Did all he could. Oh no! It looks like he's going to fall, and then comes up and pushes. I think it's the Miz off the ladder at the very end, and just wins. Could it be? And we've seen we've seen in the past how like Alexa's gonna get women's championship matches just because she's Alexa because she's Alexa Bliss. Like, she's one of the stars of the division. We've seen it in the past how they use the money in the bank on the men's side and with Carmella also someone who's probably not gonna get a one on one match and it's not believable to win a one on one match at this point. All right, this is a thing where you can cash in at the most like. Uh, most opportune time, push the story forward. I think Dana, I think, like, if I had to put money on it, Alexa, but I think Dana's got a real, like, she's my number two option right now. And you know what? I, I'd be all for that because it just makes different. another it's star. Not, it's It makes another star. It's not the same storytelling over and over and over again. I want change. I want, that's why I was excited for the brand split. And actually, Keenan was here earlier. He has to go down to an event for the station, or he'd be in here with us now. We were talking about. I'm like, listen, they did all this for the the superstar shakeup. Oh, the brand oh, split's already dead. It, exactly to only bring the wild card back to just say we're going to put whoever and it's we want Roman every versus, week. Yeah, to put whoever we want versus whoever we want whenever we feel like it. So, so I, I like the new and fresh. I speaking do. of the brand split, uh, I, I watched Raw live last night. As did I. And uh, Apollo, we get an Apollo Cruz versus uh, Mojo Rawley squash. squash match. And I'm like, oh, this is. And they're like mentioning how Apollo wanted the match, and this is part of the wild card. I didn't even. I don't know what show either of those guys are on at this point. Uh, and that's for someone like me to not know that. It's like they're like he's using the wild card rule. I'm like, all right, but why? And then I watched the um, I watched the ninety minute replay on Hulu today just to make the outline for the show. Mm -hmm. That match was not on because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just you mentioned the wild card and I was like, oh right, I wanted to mention this and it never showed up when I watched the replay. It, it, that doesn't shock <laughs> Talk me. Talk about in like the, the wild card rule now also just not like it's. Just, just this, say we're going to brand do whatever split, we want. This brand split will not exist by Survivor Series. 
and fine. Probably. I mean, and at this point, and I'd almost rather them just admit it yeah, and say we're going to use everybody where we want. And and almost bring the DH to the National League and say there's no more leagues. Exactly. <laughs> like there's no more difference. Like I, I have respect for all the performers. It's a hard job to do 300 plus days a year, all the travel, all the stuff. But seeing the same thing over and, and not over everyone again has is, to be on every show. You can just right. say like, all right, there was like, no Sami Zayn this week. It's yeah, fine. Like we didn't. When tag team champions, when, when the tag champs, we have a we have a segment between tag teams saying we're going to prove who the best team in the world is. Tag champs nowhere to be found. It was double contract signing. They're really pushing this champ champ thing. No one is ever going to say that. No, it's, I, it's Becky Two Belts. Yeah, and it's Becky easy. Two Belts is so good, and it's like they really don't want us saying belt. No, that's all it is. Champ champ, but like, uh, no. I thought they kind of. I liked the contract signing because contract signings are what they are. We know what's going to happen in them nine times out of ten. Correct. However, I thought they missed a bit of an opportunity to determine who's going to have the first match and kind of sow the seeds of doubt. Because it's been like Becky and Lace or Charlotte and Lacey kind of both against Becky. They're mm-hmm. like, and I thought they had a chance to kind of. All right, we're gonna have a beat the clock, or we're gonna have a one-on-one between Charlotte and Lacey to determine who gets the first and who gets the second. Because obviously, you want the second. Whoever gets the second match has a big uh, has a big advantage there. They didn't do that, but I did think the contract signing was good. And if you're just stacking the deck against Becky, and that's the story you're trying to tell. I was fine. Yeah, it was fine. It's entertaining to me. I, I I think Becky is gold. I mean, she's the clearly the top woman you have right now by leaps and bounds. She's way over with everybody. Even the people that don't think she's a great in ring worker have come around on her mic work. Um, I I, th- I am real excited to see what Lacey brings to this. As am I. One of these matches in my mind clearly is going to be I don't say a squash, but a quick one. Like, you, you can't have her go... Yeah, she's not going to work for 45 minutes. Yeah, total. She, I, I would love to see it. It's just oh, not going to happen. So she, one of these is going to be a quick little surprise roll-up, quick disarmor type of thing. And maybe it'll even be, let's say Charlotte and her go first. Oh no, Charlotte kicks her with the boot, figure four, figure eight. Oh my god, she's lost in, in two seconds? It's got to be something like that. So I'm thinking it might be a Charlotte over her originally. And now she's losing her mind type of a deal because she's not losing to Lacey Evans on her first match. I can't not. imagine it. I and she's not losing both. Imagine unless Charlotte is there some sort of interference. Maybe if there's interference, a money she's in the bank losing both. again. That's I don't see her walking out. But if there's interference, she's losing both. Okay, now to the. Main event to me of the show, my God, the highlight every week, the Firefly Funhouse. I am loving this so much, and we have we have some development. It looks like it's moving forward. Finally. It's not just another of the same. They're pushing it forward first. I love the squirrel all bandaged, all bandaged up and put back together from last week. Absolutely, that was great. Uh, it looks like this thing is going somewhere. Bray uh, says he still has a lot of darkness in his noggin, but he's learned how to harness it, and he takes us through that door to kind of the darker area where the original vignette started. It seemed, and. At first, it looked like he was uh, Brutus Beefcake with dreadlocks, and then he turns around and he's got like a, I don't even know, a clown, crazy, anonymous, I don't even know what kind of... 
This is wild, and I can just, I am, I am like excited. As a wrestling fan, I am excited to see where this is going. I'm finally all in on it. I, I just, <laughs> I just, now I want to know the payoff. Now I want to know what like this leads to. Is it a miraculous pop-in on the Money in the Bank? He's going to interfere in something, and I'm looking for, I'm just really, maybe it's I'm a, all in on this. Maybe AJ hired him, so the, the friend thing. Yeah. That's what he was. Maybe that's it. it. The payoff, I would hope, has to be at this pay per view because if not, like, what do you have? Another Firefly Funhouse? I am. I'm on fine with that. I don't care how long this goes, honestly. It's, you got to get him back in the ring at some point. I, you do, but man, or when? bring people to him and go. Hey, we have a visitor today. It's it's Sami Zayn, and he <laughs> beats the crap out of Sami Zayn with, with the squirrel and the bunny and the, and the this and the. That. I don't need an immediate payoff, personal. I need to. I I these segments can go for a while to me, um, but it does eventually need to be big, like Money in the Bank or a main event title match sort of interference. It needs to be big whenever they do it. I just don't need it. All that soon. I hope it's money in the bank, just because I'm excited about this thing. Yeah. But I, what? What? It, like maybe Bray and Braun sort of team up again and get their is, revenge on Sammy. And this thing is nuts, man. It's it, just, it really. If is. you haven't been watching it, it's on YouTube. It's my favorite thing on Raw every week. Well, I'm planning on watching it again. Oh when we're yeah, one hundred percent. Real quick, now I want to get some money in the bank predictions. We're not going to get to it on Thursday with Kevin because we always have so much to get to with him. So let's start with the Universal Title. Seth versus Styles. Any any chance you think I, Styles goes over? I would their, love to see in their it. first encounter. And I don't think Seth needs the bell. I don't think Styles needs the bell. To be quite frankly. But I, I don't see it happening even a little bit. Yeah, I think Seth retains here. I hope it, I hope this is at least 30 minutes and it's awesome. But I, I think Seth's going to retain at least in their first one. Uh, Raw women's title, Becky versus Lacey. Uh, Any if, chance Lacey goes over? If, I don't see it. But I, I've been known to be wrong. I if don't she's see- in the second match, Becky's tired. She just kind of catches her with the women's right. I think it's possible. But again, if you're asking, but me what if, if she did, she lose the first match. Yeah, and that's that. That's the, the question. order of the matches is going to matter. Uh, so SmackDown. I, I, women. I see her leaving with one of the two. One of the two, and I believe it's going to be Raw. I don't think they're going to keep her solely on SmackDown. I think it's going to be raw because they want to like utilize her star power right now. So. Yeah, if she's losing one, I think she's going to lose the SmackDown to Charlotte. Obviously, you have Charlotte, your star, have her on SmackDown every week, have Becky on Raw every week, and that's a great way to keep them separate for a while because, like we've said, man, they've been doing this a long time. Now, the question is, let's go to the Women's Money in the Bank real quick, and then we'll get back to the rest. Who is your Women's Money in the Bank winner? Alexa. So, could it be a... Keep by Becky for SmackDown, a keep by Becky for Raw, and a lose to Alexa in some way in that night. I was I say Alexa, but I also think Bailey could cash in on that uh, SmackDown match. So that, that was my other thought. If it's a SmackDown girl, maybe the Charlotte matches. Maybe they kick that off with Charlotte. Oh, big huge punch! Yeah. First match, Becky loses to Charlotte. Woman's Money in the Bank is second, third, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That'd be interesting. Uh, it could be. Man, I think Becky walks away with both titles, really. I, I, I honestly so. think that's what's going to happen. Because I think they put a lot into The way this they're building this as there was no... Champ, champ. But. Yeah, the, the way, yeah, they're, they, they're selling the Becky Two Bell shirts. There's been no real indication. Uh, I just feel like they're building it for Becky to overcome all odds again. Which is fine by me. 
WWE title, Kofi and Owens. I would love to see Owens win, but still, like I, this Kofi thing it hasn't run its course yet. It is not. And, and sadly, as much as I was all in on Kofi at Mania, I didn't get to watch SmackDown the last couple of weeks just because I had things to do and being here and whatnot. It doesn't matter much to me right now. Well, with the wild card rule, you don't need to see SmackDown. You see plenty of Kofi. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, so women's money. uh, Roman versus Elias. I mean, it's Roman 100 times out of 100 like, there, yeah, there's, with like, a Superman punch I would love to see this go somewhere, because I think Elias is a hell of a performer. The the reception he got on, uh, and it's in London, whenever they go somewhere, obviously a guy like Elias is going to be super over in a place that they're not all the time, but uh, Christ, man, it's, it's Superman punch, spear, one, two, three in the middle. That's what's going to happen. 100%. U.S. title, Samoa Joe versus Mysterio. Mysterio will conquer all odds, even though it's not really conquering all odds, because I think they've faced many times in other federations, and yeah. Mysterio's won, but... And we just saw him go over, I think we're going to get a real good Vince Russo swerve here, and I think the kid is going to turn on Joe, or is going to turn on Ray and help Joe retain. I would love that. I think the kid is going to team up with Joe. I would absolutely love that. Oh I, I think Mysterio is going to win because... I don't know what they're going to do with families it's a, these days. It's a baby face. It's a baby face finally come over, coming over the odds, whatever. But if they do that Vince Russo style swerve, and I think it's going to be a and Russo his, swerve, little, bro. his little kid there sweeps the leg or something, and like I, I'd be all like, in on that. Pushes him on the six one nine or something. I thought that would have been catches awesome. him. Uh, I'm only including this because the cruiserweight title, Tony Ner- Tony Nice versus. Arya Davari. At first, I said I don't care, and then I realized Davari's first name is Arya. I think they're going to try to capitalize on the Game of Thrones hype and put the title on a guy named Arya. Go nuts! I mean, I I <laughs> I can't remember the last time I've seen either one of them wrestle. It's going to be on the pre-show, so it's, <laughs> yeah, WrestleMania is the last time I watched the Cruiserweight. I only watch them at pay-per-view. They exactly. do a nice job. Tony Nese is pretty good. I like him a little bit. He's got abs. Uh, but, I mean, it's, it's something. And oh, we totally skipped the men's money in the bank. What do you see happening there? Uh, like. Just reading the names here, Sami Zayn, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Ali, Finn Balor, uh, Andrade, Randy Orton. This is really star-studded, and this is going to be nuts. It's going to be a long match. This is going to be long, and it could rival the, uh, the the... what was it? The North American title match yes. uh, from NXT. This thing could be awesome. I, I, I still... I, I guess I believe that McIntyre's their golden goose right now. So it would seem logical to have him win, obviously. But I think it's Sami Zayn. I think this... They've been building him up so much. Like... It, uh, McIntyre's taken a back seat lately. Yes. Baron Corbin, I mean, he was interfering, but he wasn't really on the show on Monday. I really think it's Sami Zayn, and you're building this. I think it's going to be Strowman stopping him every time he tries to cash in. You know, I, and they're if, gonna that, further, if that's really what they're it gonna is, they're going to further this storyline. I'm all in on that. I, I just, I guess, I just want to see Ricochet do a seven thousand rotation flip off the top of oh, a, yeah. um, a twenty-seven foot ladder. That's think, going to happen. I think he's doing a shooting star from the ladder to the floor. Something ridiculous is going. He's gonna, absolutely going to do. This, it. He's gonna, and he's going to have a chance to win. He's going to look up. He's going to have the briefcase in his hand. He's going to go eh, screw it yeah. and do a complete shooting star press. And there's know. a lot of guys looking to make their. That's the other thing is this is like the original Money in the Banks when it was so many guys looking to say I'm the guy here. We have Mustafa Ali, just Ali now. Who's I'm, also going to do yeah. something crazy. Andrade's going to do something awesome. Uh, Randy Orton 
I, he's always a dark horse. We could always get another Orton thing, and with a babyface champ, Orton's, you know, someone they could throw in there. This is a, a wide I, open to me, but I'm I saying guess, Sammy. I, I, I guess I'll agree with that. And I think it's going to be a raw guy because I'm not sure they want to only have it. Well, again, the wild card rule makes it yeah, whatever. But I, I don't. We're going to get a wild card cash in. I think one of these is we're going to get a wild card cash in. Maybe not the night of the show, but yeah, be, I, I think on on Raw or SmackDown. Maybe not soon, but I bet you we get a wild card cash in. And then I'm all in on that. Night after too. Mania, something like that. I'm in. <laughs> I like it's going to be a good show. I like when someone holds it a long time and you tell the story of, yeah, well, uh, is it going to be tonight? Oh, and here's that's an why I think I'd be in on your Sammy and Braun thing. Yeah. Like, every time Sammy's main music hits, within seconds it's roar! Yeah. And what's it called? It's chasing him down and out in the arena. Yeah. I would love to see them both sprint around the ring <laughs> and back out. Similar to a Lacey Evans walk. Yeah. She comes down, turns around and leaves. Do that ten times. Yeah. All right, I think we uh, I think we hit it all, Turtle. I think, I think that was so. pretty good. Uh, so that's all the time we have for you on Smarks and Stripes Raw Review this week. Uh, please, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Um, you know, give us those good reviews. Please give us, give us those five stars, like we did the show from the Tokyo Dome. And that's all we've got for you this week. So have a great week, everybody. 